0: Block
1: Talk
0: Radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. It's Babs Zayegbusi. Michael Thompson talking to the phenomenal AJ Styles Rose. Charles Johnson. Psycho Killer Kamala yeah. Shampa.
2: This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to SportsCast Radio.
0: SportsCast Radio.
2: Everybody Welcome to SportsCast Radio. Hey,
0: showtime, and they say that. Yeah. and they say yeah.
1: Hey, we are back for another week of SportsCast Radio. I am your host, Jordan Jessica, my co-host, Elijah McNeil, coming in hot. I think I labeled him as Big E, but uh, again, not to be confused with the WWE talent on the new day. Uh, Elijah, how you doing tonight, buddy?
2: Man, I've been better, honestly. <laughs> you, you've been but, better?
1: Whoa, whoa.
2: Yeah. Man, I just... Vikings, man, Vikings.
1: Oh, yo, man! Yeah, I we're say. definitely going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> we're to get into that, that NFL week. Uh, the, the Vikings definitely are our hometown uh, hometown team here. Uh, made it um, painful to watch, to say the least. Uh, there's been lots of painful things to watch over this weekend, um, as well as some cool highlights and and, uh, and things to check out. Um, We'll be discussing, obviously, the, uh, the week of the NFL. Uh, we'll, we'll talk some of probably the, the top tens or some of the big games in the college football level, and then uh, you know, maybe rehash some of the top, uh, top tens just to see what changes have occurred. Um, we'll talk a little bit of the MLB as obviously the, the playoffs take shape and come up soon here as far as that goes. Uh, King Felix's reign has ended in Seattle in a tearful finish. Uh, crowd gave him a good goodbye. Um, speaking of goodbyes, uh, Joel Matt out as the Cubs coach is what it sounds like, uh, obviously end of an era, but did bring them a victory, um, and a title to Chicago. So along with, uh, along with, uh, you know, some of our own, uh, Alex Mello celebrations, I'm sure it's going to be a bittersweet as far as obviously some underperforming years. Uh, the last two have gone, um, Let's see, maybe we'll touch a little bit more on Antonio Brown and maybe some of his beefs on Twitter. Uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, you know, takes an injury, so the Lakers take another setback as the preseason gets ready to start up for the NBA. We're going to have some real MVPs. I got a couple oddities as far as spit takes go. I don't know if they're going to be full-on spit takes, you know, the full gut laugh, uh, LOLOL, as the kids say, um, the LLAO. Uh, and and acronym they use on the internet these days and age, um, but uh, we definitely have some stuff. Uh, maybe we'll open up the phone lines if uh, if uh, calling here as far as that goes. Um, I threw in a couple of random tags on here. Shout out to the pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice latte season, and uh, and I you know I know uh, I think Ryan's listening, probably watching uh, some semblance of Japanese pro wrestling. So I threw a Kota Bushi tag in there since he is my uh, my spirit animal for the night. Uh, Elijah, you want to you want to get going? Uh, just well, since today the the night is young. We'll start on the NFL right now. If that sounds good with you.
2: That's good. That sounds good with me. But this is not a show okay, for called cultural appropriation, Jordan. I'm sorry. You cannot, have a, I'm, you I'm cannot sorry. have a spirit animal.
1: I can't. I cannot have a spirit. All right. All right.
2: Well, I'm just, I'm just I, saying.
1: I don't know if I really want to go with my next joke, so I'm just going to segue into the Vikings instead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you said you're disappointed. Obviously, I'm just. As well, uh, Vikings take a loss to the division rival uh, Chicago Bears, now tied for the lead uh, with the Green Bay Packers, both three and one. Uh, the Vikings sit at two and two, uh, technically below the Detroit Lions, who are two one and one. Uh, as it stands in that NFC North. Uh, takeaways from today's game. What, what do you got for me, Elijah? I'm sure you you might. Die. I I might have to get the trash button ready. I'm sure.
2: Man, jeez. Uh, like I don't know what's going on with this team. It's like they have they they have no pat they have no passing game right now. I mean, pretty much if you can stop Dalvin Cook, you can stop that offense and I'm watching the game and the Bears score right away and I'm like, "Okay. All right, let's see what the offense has got." And of course, third 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 down comes along. Adam Thielen just absolutely toasts William Fuller, and Kirk Cousins overthrows him, like for a touchdown. And I'm just like, no, no. And then, you know, after after that play happened, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be a rough day on offense for them because Dalvin couldn't get anything going early on the ground, and it just it seems like now if you can stop if you can stop him they just they can't pass the ball for some reason. So rough game to watch. I mean Chase Daniel yeah. came in and didn't really carve us up, but he did dink and dunk us pretty good. And they didn't really hit on any huge plays, but I uh, they they moved the ball and you know, it's just uh it was just it was an ugly game. Both like both teams really didn't play all that amazing but I guess we just played bad enough to lose today.
1: Yeah, you know you're absolutely right. My takeaway from this game is uh, I can't take anything away from the Bears' defense. They did. Uh, they are who we thought they were uh, in that oh, retrospect. With missing um, their guys. Uh, uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, Khalil Mack's still there. I mean, they still have a, a solid pass rush. Um, and but again, you know, like you said, our receivers were non-existent. Um, I'm I'm curious. See what our out is going to be. Um, should we be an eight and eight team and fall short of the playoffs? With um, if these performances continue up with um, in the passing game in particular, because um, uh, right now uh, I don't like that. As far as uh, if, if if you're asking me, uh, if Kirk Cousins has asked me a question, no, no, I don't like that, Kirk Cousins, and uh, I, I'm supremely underwhelmed with his ability to to um, to react uh, to, to defenses, um, as well as his ball location. I feel like, I feel like if I had a dollar every time, uh, uh, every time I'd seen him overthrow or, or maybe, uh, throw it behind a receiver in the past, uh, you know, four games, I, I feel like I'm buying a round for, for a good number of our friends, uh, you know, between, between, I mean, just the group, between the group chat, I'm sure, I'm sure I got us covered as far as the round goes but uh, you know we might be able to expand that a couple little more and uh, maybe get some of our extended fam in there and get some more drinks. I mean, we might be tipping bartender good if that's the case because this dude's ball placement is not, um, it's not where it should be um, for a guy that's getting paid, again, a guaranteed contract. And, and, and if, he, if people say that that doesn't matter, um, you know, you got to live up to that. You, know, you, you signed that deal and you're, you're saying that you're worth it, and right now, Right now, I'm looking at him and I'm saying, "No, you're not, dude. You're not worth it." And it's and it's and it's almost um, it's it's kind of insulting to a fan base that uh, that that wants to succeed. Um, and it's not to say that he doesn't, but he's certainly not executing like you need to. And it's it's uh, every time he drops back to pass, and if 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 it gets broken up, as far as uh you know meaning uh you know if he doesn't get time in the pocket, he can't react. And it's and it's it's it seems like that's what occurs every play in and out. Um, he gets either – I don't want to say he gets flustered, but he just – he doesn't make the decision that can make the – he can't make the big play. Uh, he's struggling to make the big play. Would would you agree with that?
2: Oh, this year he's not looking good at all. But I, to me, I kind of – this is what Vikings fans, like, get and deserve because he actually had a good season last year despite everything that happened. Oh, yeah. Like, he was good last year, and most Vikings fans are like, wanted to chase him out of town, like, after last year, blaming the whole season on him, even though, like, his like his blocking is better this year. But last year's blocking was, like, one of the worst in the NFL. And, you know, people are, like, want to run him out of town because of how much he's getting paid and calling for Case Keenum to come back. And, you know, like, essentially, this is what they get. He's Like, he's second year and he's playing horrible. It's like... You 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 guys wanted him to be bad, obviously, because he had a good season last year, and all he could do is complain about about how bad he was. So, I mean, I guess yeah, I know. I'm a Vikings fan, but I don't have any. I don't feel bad because it's like we have such a fickle fan base at times that you just. I, I swear, I feel like our fans kind of like project all this stuff onto us. And then it then it like it goes it gets worse you know because they just have no patience and they don't see the big picture and yeah it's like they project the worst on, on into a situation and just it's frustrating. So,
1: yeah, you know, it's a, it's a weird self-fulfilling prophecy for our teams.
2: It's pretty much, um, that's a good, that's a good way to put you it know, and, and obviously, better than how I put it.
1: Yeah. We, we might have to get into that a little more too, as, uh, as we, we discuss some of that, the, those major league baseball playoffs, um, yeah, Vikings Vikings losing a, a in a a defensive game I mean the defense played fantastic for all intents and purposes you know they didn't have to deal with trubisky but um, and and you know they only gave up 16 points and in realistically for how futile our offense was I feel like we could have lost that game by by four or five scores to be perfectly honest I mean um, yeah but but the defense held held very stout um, so I will say that is a um, a, a, a good um, uh, a, a, a sunny side portion of the topic. Um, I feel like Everson Griffin was getting there. He was just a hair short um, every time between making a big play or the sack, but he was definitely disrupting some of those passes and making, uh, making Chase Daniels really think about those throws or think about how long he can sit in that pocket. Um, I feel like he was almost there um, every time, but he, I feel like I, you know he's knocked him down numerous times. He definitely got hands on him, so there's definitely, um, definitely uh, presence um, on the front as far as the rush goes. Um, yeah, you know, takeaways are still I, again. You know, I, I like I agree with you. He did he did do well last year. I can't. There's nothing you can say to that as far as it goes. Um, but this year, this year, I think we'd be foolish to say that he's not underwhelmed or certainly not um, certainly not delivered uh, thus far. Um, four weeks in. Obviously, we're only 25 percent done with the season. Still, a lot of games left. And, and we can turn this around but uh but if this is the route we're taking it's definitely not be any, uh uh smooth sailing towards the uh towards the finish line here
2: um, you know and i was gonna say you know, chase daniel actually looked like he looked way better than trubisky has looked this this year so far like in in that game like i think chase chase daniel like trubisky getting injured and chase daniel coming in might be might be better for the Bears because Trubisky hasn't looked great either. And I think they might need, like with the defense that they have, they just need a guy who can, who's experienced and who can just kind of manage the games. And Trubisky wasn't even really able to do that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is, oddly enough, this is one of those games that I feel like almost managed itself. I feel like, um, um, once they got that lead, they, you know, they, they did all the right play calls and executed just good enough to make it happen. Um, would I like to see some more Chase Daniels? Nah, eh, maybe, maybe. You know, am I ready to ready to, to hand over the starting job? I don't know about that, but but I think uh, he's definitely worth a look if if I if I'm the Chicago Bears and depending on how this shoulder injury seems to be for Mitchell, um, you know, it could uh, you know at the very least they could feel like they're in um, adequate hands to you know to, to get through a few weeks. And uh, you know who knows if he can if he can uh, you know get regular reps with the team what kind of what kind of plays he can make and the chemistry he can have so yeah you know big ups to big ups to Chase for, for stepping in today um, you know think of uh, speaking of quarterbacks stepping in today uh, you know one of the uh, after that game we kind of saw some footage for it we saw some Broncos Jaguars uh, Broncos almost completing the uh, the comeback. Uh, to defeat the Jackson, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at home, uh, Joe Flacco, even in that quarterback there, uh, and uh, going 22 for 38 with three touchdowns, 303 yards. Um, unfortunately, the defense could not hold stout on that last possession. Jaguars score, uh, get them to get them to 26-24 and uh, get the lead uh, or get the win over a mile high. Denver Broncos 0-4 um, going forward. Do you think? Uh, do you think? Bronco is going to stay with Flacco, or a, at this point, or do you think they uh, they evaluate and look at anything else?
2: Well, I mean, who I don't really who do they have as a backup? Really, I mean, Flacco had a pretty good a pretty good game uh, yesterday, probably his best game so far this year. But I don't really know. I don't think they have anybody. That's probably why they signed Flacco because I don't think they really have anybody on their roster that is uh better than Flacco at this point. So Yeah. I mean unless you're unless you're ready to like fully tank, I don't see any reason why not to why not to stick with Flacco, especially when um I believe Drew Locke, the guy that they they drafted this year to kind of be the quarterback of their future is on injured reserve, like so, I don't, I don't see any any reason why why they wouldn't stick with Flacco. If you get my drift? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. You, you brought him up earlier, as far as it goes. Uh, Case Keenum, uh, he went six for eleven a day, but then also got uh, looks like Dwayne Haskins took over, and uh, and they also fell short. The uh, the Giants Giants roll it over. Ja- Daniel Jones now two and zero. As a starter for the New York Giants, twenty-four-three as they roll over division rival Washington Redskins. Uh, do you think uh, you know he didn't throw up as, as good a stats as last week, um, but again missing a couple extra weapons even for that extra half makes a huge difference. Um, still spread the ball very well, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six receivers uh, with receptions, um, and uh, you know they uh, they definitely rolled over. Obviously a, a a terrible Washington team. Uh, do you think uh, we, we got to start believing the hype for, for, for Daniel Jones or or is this a, uh, is, is this something where, where, you know, he'll fall short of the playoffs, but he'll have some great experience to, to, uh, to make it happen.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to fall short of the playoffs. I don't think they're a playoff team this year, but I do think it's going to be a good learning experience for uh, Daniel Jones. And, I think he's gonna to continue to play pretty well and I think, you know, they're going like the um Giants are smart to move away from Eli Manning because yeah, I mean if they do win more games than they were thinking their draft pick isn't gonna be as high. But why put why put the Daniel Jones era on hold any more than it really needs to be? If he can come in and play well right away, get them the experience, give them the play time, and you know see what you got. So uh,
1: you know, especially when uh, you know you're absolutely right. Especially when they also have a, a talent like Saquon Barkley. When obviously you know uh, when he comes back uh, from his injury here, um, but uh, you know when you have a talent like that, you, you don't want to sit there and say, oh, we'll get there. Um, the, the the game wrapping up actually uh, the Cowboys will be losing to the New Orleans Saints. Looks like it's going to be a 12-10 finish here. They uh, close out the last play, and um, and uh, and the the Saints obviously tighten the screws. Uh, both teams defensively. Something is certainly not a score you're used to seeing for either one of these teams. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think they are going to be right. I think they're going to be a team that will fall short of the playoffs, but they'll definitely see a lot of um, – I'll see some positivity come out of this season and um, the experience gained for Daniel Jones and the, uh, the likes of the other teammates. Um, if they can make even, a, a, you know, some mid-league uh, moves in the free agency and just draft smart, um, they'll, they'll be a team, uh, you know, on the up as far as – especially in that division goes because um, I feel like outside of the Cowboys, um, the Redskins are no threat. And uh, the Eagles, um, I feel like they, it's a team that you never know which one you're going to get um, when they play the game. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. Um, I'm not sure if I consider this an upset as far as the Cowboys and um, and Saints go. Uh, being on the, being on the road in New Orleans, um, you know, certainly not an easy game. Saints still a very talented team offensively. Um, you know the scores a little different but uh you know speaking of actual upsets um you know the the Los Angeles Rams uh took a nice hell <laughs> today in a high scoring shootout against the uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh did you did you see any of the highlights in this game or have you uh have you looked at it at all
2: I've looked at the box score and I have seen I seen some highlights but I mean, dude, they like the Buccaneers jumped out to a huge lead. And twenty one nothing at one point. I was checking my fantasy and they were up they were up by like three touchdowns. Like even even after it was twenty one nothing, they were up by a pretty substantial score. And I was doing some stuff around the house and then all of a sudden I check and uh, I think the Rams are down by, like, three or four or something. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, so. yeah, dude, it was uh, – that,
1: that that game, When I, as, just watching the ticker while I'm watching the Vikings game, I'm like I, – I, in my head, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, this – one, Tampa Bay shouldn't be up 21 nothing on anybody as far as I'm concerned. But, um, but uh, yeah, especially against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh Yeah, you, you know, you look at that box score and you, you see some freakish things. First of all, uh, Ronald Jones goes 19 carries, uh, and let's see, for 70 yards, which is pretty solid. But then uh, on the receiving side of things, Chris Godwin, 12 receptions, 172 yards, and two touchdowns.
2: <sighs>
1: what a stand Man. that is. Mike Evans, four receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Like, just big plays for Mike Evans. Crazy. I, I that you know that's I mean between those two guys alone that's that's over 250 yards and 16 receptions and three touchdowns that's gross.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's crazy. I'm. I, man, I think I think the Bruce Arians effect might be starting to kind of take a hold. The Jameis Winston finally because. He had that first he had that first week, he was pretty pretty awful and I'm pretty sure progressively his his statistics have gotten better like each week and Yeah, you know, it's kinda of culminated by this one. So like his first week first week against San Francisco, he uh one ninety four and three interceptions and a touchdown. Carolina 208, one interception, or I mean no no interceptions one touchdown. Giants three eighty. Three eighty and three in an interception. And yesterday three eighty five, four and in an interception. So I think I think uh I think uh famous Jameis might be back. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. I, I don't give him a microphone. I I hope he can, I hope he, my thing is, I hope he can stay numble, uh stay humble throwing up these great numbers, because obviously, Is he um, going to
2: eat the W's? You know, Is he going to be eating those W's? Yeah, you know, <laughs> Is he
1: going to eat the W's? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Did you notice how, I, I'm how, how up the everything side. Just,
2: How do you know, did you notice how everything just kind of went downhill for him after he did the eating the W's thing?
1: Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was, Super bad. I, I, I you know, I, I, hope he doesn't try to eat the W again. Like, uh, but, but if he does, I, I want it to be caught on camera, and I, and I hope uh, maybe he actually gets one when he does it. Um, Bruce Arians, it's funny you say that. Uh, the Arians offense. Do you think there's a parallel between Bruce Arians and uh, and and Mike D'Antoni as far as offenses go? They can score. They can score. They can score. They can score, they can score but they
2: can't stop nobody. Yeah. I. I mean. I. I think football's a little different, just because you know you have specific. You have your head coach, and then you have your specific coaches for offense and defense. So I think football is a little bit different, yeah. but I think as a head coach, it's maybe how he it doesn't. Though, right? Maybe yeah, and I think maybe as a head coach, he might not put as much thought into who he puts on his defensive staff or or you know like the decisions for defense stuff. So I mean, it could. It could be a correlation, or it could just be an unfortunate, uh, like unfortunate bad luck situation for him to never have any like real good defenses around him. So, I mean, I think he did have a couple like yeah, that's... pretty decent defenses in Arizona when he had like Patrick Patterson and Carlos Dansby, I believe was he was coaching yeah. those guys. So.
1: Yeah, you know, definitely had some decent defensive players, but they, you know, I, it was always the offense that got the attention. Um, yeah. Speaking of offense, and and, and again, more uh, almost upset um, the Buffalo Bills uh, almost almost got the job done against the Patriots. Uh, fell short by six points. Finished up 16 to 10. Uh, New England going up to a 13 nothing start, and then uh, and then things kind of tapered down from there. Um, obviously, allowing their first touchdown of the year. Um, but again, to the Bills, who are I, I I still feel like they're they're that weird sneaky team where they should have, um, they should be doing better than they than they do this year. Obviously, they're three and one, um, but you know for all intents and purposes, kept it kept it right. I mean, they uh, they they held Tom Brady to to less than fifty percent uh, as far as completions go, and he didn't throw a touchdown pass. Um, the the rushing was was not that great. It was just a good defensive a good good defensive stand against the Bills. Unfortunately, the uh, the Patriots defense giving them more um, giving them more looks is obviously the Josh Allen um, and Matt Barkley combining for four turnovers on their own. Um, and, um, <laughs> and that being the case, yeah, but you know it's it's a a tough situation there uh, for you know when you have quarterbacks that that are, are so substantially green in comparison to Hall, future Hall of Famer Tom Brady, uh, those mistakes are going to happen. Uh, Frank Gore, uh, I believe he, uh, he uh, got a nice little accomplishment as he eclipsed the 15,000 yards uh, uh, for his career this year. Um, in other news, I actually I did not realize that Frank Gore was still in the league this year. So uh, the age wonder. Frank Gore on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like we've been seeing that more and more. Um, and i enough in the, um, in the, the running back, uh, era or, uh, area of, of all things between him and, uh, obviously Adrian Peterson still going strong in the league. I find it, I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it to be perfectly honest, but it, it's definitely kind of weird, um, to, to see those names in particular still on the, uh, on the stat, uh, the stat lines for the NFL. Um, Let's see. I was gonna say one thing
2: about Buffalo.
0: Here?
2: I was gonna say one thing about Buffalo. They have they're one of those teams that has a really good defense, but they just they're missing they're missing stuff on offense. Mainly, you know, and, mainly a, a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. Because I mean, they, they 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 defensively they can they can shut people down and they can hold offenses in check very well, but the quarterback is very green, and he kind of turns the ball over a ton. And pretty much at this stage, really is kind of a running quarterback at this point. So, like I can see why they are kind of like always in these like tight, close games that they just can't quite pull them off. It just they just don't they don't have that quarterback quite yet that can can win those yeah. games for them that their defense can keep them in.
1: Um, obviously, uh, that means the, you know, for the first run of the, uh, that AFC East, uh, division, the Patriots are, uh, three and O against all three, uh, other teams. Uh, do, do you, I do believe if there is going to be one that gets any sort of chance of a win that it's, uh, that it is the, uh, that it's the Buffalo Bills? Out of those,
2: out of the teams in the division, yeah. Patriots have the fortunate, uh, the fortunate, uh, Situation of playing in a pretty awful conference this year. So, but if anyone's going to beat them, it's probably going to be the Bills because the Bills have the best defense, in my opinion. So, yeah.
1: Um, speaking of defenses, uh, the Ravens have been pretty stout this last um, last few games. However, today they met their match um, when uh, they got torched by Baker Mayfield and Co. Um, and Nick Chubb really leading the charge on that one with 20 carries, 165 yards and three touchdowns uh, they trowel from 40 to 25 is this a big shock or is this um, you know is, is this Cleveland um, being what they're capable of or is this Baltimore um, you know maybe, maybe uh, getting some reality as, as more tape becomes available on their uh, young quarterback there
2: I just think Cleveland finally had a finally had a good game, and you know they were they were due to they were due to break out, and, and even though Lamar Jackson threw a couple of picks, he still had a, a pretty good game. So I just think I think maybe the Ravens might have uh, taken them a little lightly too, just because of the, how bad they've kind of looked at the beginning of this year so far. So. I mean, I, th- I think it was going to happen soon where it was going to click in Cleveland and they were going to play a really good game and happened to be this week.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's uh, – I, I I think you're probably right on that one. I, I, I think you're absolutely right by the, the taking them lightly. Um, You know, kind of shocking though, but again, you know, Nick Sub really, really shoulder that one with – Again, hundred and sixty five yards, three touchdowns. I mean it it wasn't the passing game that did it despite uh despite the weapons that they do have. Um actually Jarvis Landry did, did spread that ball too. Eight receptions, hundred and sixty seven yards, did get a touchdown, but God that's ugh. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just kinda of gross when you are able to do that, I suppose. Um, big ups to the Cleveland Browns, two and two. Um yeah, along with the Ravens well, no, actually that uh, that did
2: Oh, sorry. I was gonna say Odell Beckham's been kind of oh. quiet the past couple games. He had a big game the first week, and then he's kind of sort of been kind of quiet like these past couple games. So. Yeah,
1: you, you know, you, you you are right. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a little quieter than what we expect for for Odell Beckham. Um, next game for the Browns. Uh, let's see, up against the Forty ers on Monday night. Um, you know that should be actually an interesting matchup of a couple of young teams when you really look at that. Um, and then the Ravens, uh, you know, they got the Steelers, so um, you know, trying to get some, uh, try to get some separation in that division. As I uh, again, currently looking, uh, same situation, very, uh, very competitive. Um, uh, you know, for, for for those two there. Um,
2: Did you see uh, NFL, Odell Beckham it, got choked? Did you see? Did you see? Uh, Odo Beckham got choked by I think it was Marlon Humphrey. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, like on the field, like and I, he, Marlon Humphrey didn't get uh, ejected at all. It's like it was plain as day. Oh, like you could see plain as day that he was choking him.
1: That's uh, that's pretty crazy, actually. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. I um, I was actually reading an article about. Um, about Odell Beckham uh not wearing his chains when he played against uh um Cal was his name. Uh who's the dude that took the chain from uh Oh, oh Aqib Talib Yeah Aqib Talib yeah when he played against to Talib uh <laughs> that he uh that he didn't wear his chain because he didn't want to get his chain smashed. <laughs> Aqib Talib, the Debo of the NFL.
2: That's my point. That's my
1: chain.
2: <laughs> you want some, too, old man? Uh, no, uh,
1: for, for real. Just give gives one of these, and then, you know, just in there <laughs> um, yeah, you know, NFL uh, solid week. Yeah, it's some entertaining games, some obviously some surprises, some, some some underwhelming things if you're a local fans, but but otherwise, uh, you know, the the NFL gave us. Gave us some fun things to watch at the very least would you agree
2: i guess yeah i i-, I guess i guess <laughs> well, just... that's that's pretty good i'm not happy about the vikings man
1: you know hey that that's that's the the, the again that that terrible terrible uh underwhelmingness is uh is is what it's all about man they uh minnesota mm-hmm. sports they they're here to let you down uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of letdowns. Uh, last week, I was let down by my Notre Dame Irish. Uh, they came back and won this week against a, a ranked Virginia Tech team, and uh, and and solidified their uh, their standing to to move up in the top ten for the college football. Um, however, I think the, the the interesting game of the week was uh, the number one team at the time, Clemson, uh, against uh, Mac Brown. North Carolina Tar Heels uh, game came down to a gutsy two point uh, <laughs> gutsy two point conversion call for the potential win uh, at home for North Carolina to upset the number one reigning champion Clemson Tigers. Uh, I got I got to ask right there, game's on the line. if You're at home. Do you go for two against the champs when you're at home?
2: Of course you do. Like at home. I I, I I like you're you I would I like you're you're likely not going to have like you're North Carolina, you're not ranked. You know, you're likely not going to have like you you're probably you might win 6 7 games and you have the chance to go in in shot Clemson at home. You know, like I go for it in that situation because you know I don't want I don't want it to go into overtime because Clemson is such a good team. You never know when they're just gonna decide to be like, okay, it's time to turn it up here. Let's let's go. And then you know you just you have no chance. So I'm taking the chance when it's there, and I'm going for it. Wow. I'm I'm not in it like.
1: You're a ballsy guy, man. I, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I, I would I would say you know what let's kick the let's kick the point. Let's take it to overtime. You know we'll uh, we'll we'll take our turns on the uh, on the on the thirty five or thirty yard line there, and um, and 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 let's uh, let's let's win it there with our fans going absolutely nuts while uh you know while Clemson has to think about it. I mean obviously I know Clemson's already played in plenty of big games. They've played national championships, playing returning starters, but at the same time, uh, I think I take that moment to breathe, let my team breathe, and, and take, that, take that brief pressure off just for a second to know that, hey, as long as we can trade blows for the first two, we're, uh, you know, we don't have to force that, that two-point conversion until you know, maybe we, uh, we, we see that little lull where, where we can get it. Um, but you know, it hats off to North Carolina playing a hell of a game. Um, actually affected the Clemson's ranking as uh, you know, the rankings came in today. Um, and they swapped places with Alabama, who went uh, uh, it defeated uh, Ole Miss. Um, both teams still five and zero, but they swapped places. Uh, Alabama now they, they ranks number one. Clemson ranked number two, um, you know, following that uh, very very close game in Chapel Hill. Um, other big games, uh, Ohio State just drummed Nebraska. Uh, I, I actually heard that it's actually the first time in 12 years that uh, <laughs> that game day was in Lincoln. And I, first <laughs> of all, I can't I I, I I like now now in my head, I'm just thinking, wow, game day has spent more time in North Dakota than they have in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, when it comes to game day for football, which <laughs> you know what I mean? Like think think about that. Shout-outs to the Fargo, uh, the, the North Dakota State Bison. Um, but yeah, they got drummed 48-7. Ohio State uh, took it to Lincoln. Uh, we probably won't see Game Day there for another 12 years uh, at the rate that the program is going. Uh, Oklahoma. Goes, oh my God. Uh, 55. <laughs>
0: how
2: big of it, How big 55. of it was a mistake? How big of it was a mistake for Scott Frost to leave UCF for Nebraska?
1: Ooh. Oh, you know what? That's that's an interesting one because here's the thing: they're still three and two. They're one and one of the Big Ten. Um, gosh, oh, that's a that's a oh, that's a tough question because you had a good thing going with Central Florida. Probably could have started stealing some big recruits, but then again, you have the, the fact that you are a legitimate and and, and 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 forgive me when I say this, but a legitimate uh, uh, championship program uh, at Nebraska with, with your your conference, your team. Your your lineage, your historics. Um, gosh, that's oh, that's an interesting. You know, the, you, can't, that you one, can't
2: you can't get you can't get kid, you can't get kids to go to Nebraska anymore. That's what Nebraska, that's oh, I, Nebraska was Nebraska was so good back in the days because Tom Osborne and yep. a lot of the a lot of the guys there had like could get kids from like Texas and down south and stuff and like it just doesn't seem like they can they can get the talent to go there anymore and like Scott Frost is in central Florida you know like there's so much football talent in Florida that like you can find like two three star kids in Florida who are better than like four 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 stars in like the Midwest like it's just there's so much there's so much untapped talent like in in Florida, like I just, and UCF's a good a good program too. Like I just, I don't understand why he left UCF to go to Nebraska. I mean, I get it that he was like a really good player at Nebraska and like probably wanted to go coach for his alma mater. But man, I think he I think he was building something to be pretty good in, at UCF. And I think he might have might have taken the Nebraska job. As a mistake, I don't road road road, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I would have left UCF.
1: Man, you know that's that's always tough, though, right? Like that's that that's the tough gimmick, you know. It's sometimes sometimes it's easy to be the big fish in the small pond, um, yeah. You know, where you get those tapered expectations, and then once the the expectations are there, things things don't go awry. You know, uh, we've I seen just, it time and time and again.
2: I think Nebraska, you know, like shock probably and smart like on the, the, the basketball biggest?
1: side of things comes to mind. I yeah. Mean,
2: I just think Nebraska is one of the, like, for all the programs, like, for football programs in the country. I think Nebraska is the, like, biggest, um, is guilty of live, resting on their past laurels, like, when they haven't been relevant yeah. for, for how long? They're, like,
1: they're the, uh, they're, they're the they're the uh, they're the they're the 45 year old guy that shows
2: up to the uh, high school homecoming wearing his varsity jacket.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, it's essentially, like I just I feel like, man, I just I feel they're, they're, like they've just they're resting on their laurels and they're like just they Nebraska football of old might not ever get to where where it used to be ever again.
1: Are they Moxon's dad in University Blues, or, or John Moxon's like I not want no laugh?
2: No, you know you know whose dad they are, or you know who they are. They're flip flip from above the rim. Can't change oh, what we no. worship. Can't change what we worship. Oh no,
0: can't change
1: what we were. Oh man, oh <laughs> that's good. <laughs> um changing what they were uh you know form, formerly of uh in the same conference as oklahoma uh no longer anymore oklahoma beat up on uh texas uh, texas Tech, fifty-five, sixteen. uh oklahoma obviously proving that they can still put up numbers um regardless of what quarterback they throw in there obviously hurts uh being a great transfer for them um but uh do you do you think that them being able to throw up the uh obnoxious amount of points just like they did last year is gonna make a difference? Should they make it to the playoff again this year? If you had to if you had to bet yes or no um right away, does Oklahoma advance out of that first round of the playoff?
2: It depends on how their defense does, man. Like Yeah. They would have died by that.
1: If you can't if you can't stop the opposition, that that that's the problem. When they when they have to trade blows with somebody, man, that offense gets gas, their defense gets gas. It just doesn't work out for them, and that's what's happened the last couple of years. So, oof.
2: I mean, it's encouraging that they only gave up 16 to Texas Tech, because they usually, yeah, <laughs> they usually, you know, Texas Tech, you know, usually puts up decent points against them, like, and sometimes will almost yeah. upset them, and they only held them to yeah,
1: Texas Tech always, always a high-powered offense. You're absolutely right. Uh, with the other big randos as far as it goes, uh Wisconsin after uh obviously just rubbing Michigan last week, uh they they squeaked by against Northwestern this week, 24
0: Um,
1: even though that one was also at Camp Randall. Kind of um I, I giving you know, oddly enough they, they did score twelve the the their twelve points in the fourth quarter, so it really was a, a overall dominant game, but uh definitely uh, Northwestern try to try to keep it close. Uh, despite that, uh, Florida shutout Towson. I don't even know how you end up with that on your your um, your your schedule when you're a team like Florida. But you know, everyone's got their powder puff. Hey man, they're they're uh, in the
0: SEC.
2: they're they're in the SEC, man. Like I don't I don't fault teams that are like in like the SEC, you know, or um, even the Big Ten. I don't fault like teams that are in the big good conferences play, for playing like a week. Non-conference schedule because their conference schedule is, is, is so grueling, and you know one loss can essentially eliminate you from the national title picture. So I, I I I don't fault I don't fault some of the teams in some of the bigger conferences for for playing some cre- for playing some cream puffs at the beginning of the year. Just because
1: I, my my personal their conferences are rough. my personal preference would be if the, if, if the playoffs. If the cream pumps were at least the top tier of the cream pump, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with, um, you know, with scheduling a team like, you know, UCF or or UConn. You know what I mean? Like, they're still at least in a big conference. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Alabama play play somebody who's not even you know who's in the 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 Sun Belt conference or or you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to see that. G- give me give yeah. me one that actually has, uh, you, you know. I feel like you should almost. I think the rule the rule for scheduling I feel like is you should almost if you've if you've made a BCS game that then you should you should only be able to play teams that uh, were at least in bowl games last the, the the previous year or the year the year that you you completed that schedule you know what I mean so that means
2: you're yeah, only playing at that. least six and oh, six and oh, six,
1: six win teams five hundred win teams five hundred percent you know what I mean uh, but I, that's I can, can uh, that Michigan yeah, Michigan. Michigan bounces back uh, after getting drummed by Wisconsin uh, by putting the hurt on Rutgers, 52 uh, nothing. Um, let's see, uh, Texas A&M squeaks by uh, Arkansas, uh, Oklahoma State squeaking by, and actually uh, for for intents and purposes because they were ranked at the time, uh, upsetting Kansas State. So. Um, We'll see some shuffles in some of these numbers here as far as things go. Man, what Uh, what
0: team?
2: You mentioned teams from the Big Ten, and you haven't even mentioned one particular team at all yet tonight.
1: You know, actually, I was just going to get to our Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, They faced off against Purdue, and the reason I wanted to bring this one up again is because, uh, if I was remember right, I was watching game day. Uh, Everyone and their mother picked uh, Minnesota to lose to Purdue. And the I I I I don't understand the disrespect that Minnesota gets overall. I feel like again we we were a three and team going into this matchup, uh, and uh, and and even going even though we're going into West Lafayette, uh, you know, and to to Purdue, we got no respect from the pundits, man.
2: Especially we, when we Purdue had
1: injuries.
2: 31. Yeah, Purdue had injuries like a some pretty significant injuries this week too. Like some of their best player, like a few of their best players weren't even playing. And I get it. They've been, the Gophers have been in some close games this year, but they, they beat Fresno state in a close game who was a 10 win team last year. And who was like ranked in the top 25 last year, they beat them to, they beat them two years in a row. Yeah, they had they had a close game against South Dakota State and um against uh I can't I can't remember who the other team was, but they ultimately they ultimately won the games and I don't know, I just I was kind of surprised that all the pundits were picking Purdue just because Minnesota spanked them last year and they had some they had injuries like some pretty major injuries so I don't know, but the game definitely looked like closer on the box score than it really was. Like the Gophers were up thirty eight to seventeen at one point. So
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they, they had the business. they scored I think uh like fourteen points or something like that in the uh in, in the fourth quarter Purdue did. So like Yeah. Yeah. No, I uh I I I'm not buying it. I'm a little I'm a little disappointed, just like you. are. and, and, and I was saving them for last because of this, because of because of that fact that they, uh, again, no respect from the pundits. They're they're four and zero now. They went in. They beat their first conference game. Like, uh, you know, give them, give them a little love. Give the golfers a little love.
2: I'm just saying, when is you know, the, I'm when did you me, right? did you watch the game at all? Like, have you watched? Do you have you watched? Did you, have you watched any golfers' games this year? Like. Do you watch the Gophers I, at all? I've been
1: watching. I've been watching. Been watching the, 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 the recaps and the highlights. Uh, but, but again, you know they're they're playing it tight, and that's okay. They're 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 a young. They're they're still a a, a young smaller team in comparison to what we're used to, uh, or what we've formerly seen uh, for for Minnesota teams. And they're getting the job done. At the end of the day, it doesn't doesn't have to be pretty. You just got to get the W. You know, uh, who was it, Herb Edwards? You you played the game to win.
2: Yeah. I just have you you seen the Gophers? I've never seen the Gophers with as many talented, like, and, like, just talented and athletic, like, wide receivers. I don't think I've ever seen the Gophers have a trio like they have right now. Like, Rashad Bateman. Recruiting-wise? Rashad Bateman's crazy. Like, Rashad Bateman, I've I've never seen the Gophers have two 70-yard touchdown passes, like, in one game off where they just kind of throw a slant to a guy and he just breaks it and, like, zoom, he's gone. Like, uh, Bateman had one, and then uh, I think it was Atwell was the other dude. I can't remember – i always forget the other dude's name but he also broke off like a huge like a huge one and like you just you never see that out of the gophers. It's usually always not good quarterback, not the best quarterback play, pound the ball into the ground. Like but now these guys can oh, yeah. actually no, they've always
1: been smash mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Autumn you're, you're absolutely the right the the recruiting the recruiting that they've they've done over the last years it, it statistically is is, is is improved you know we've gotten we've gotten guys from Florida we've gotten guys to transfer out of out of schools like so he's doing something right as far as uh, as far as PJ goes um, this year we have a fav- we have a favorable schedule because we don't have to play mm-hmm. Michigan we don't have to play Ohio State we have um, you know the, the the big games on the schedule are Wisconsin, and we get to do that here in Minnesota, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, our tough road game is going to be Iowa, and then uh, but then again we got Penn State here at home, so if we can if we can win I mean if we can win two out of three of those games, uh, we'll be looking okay. We'll have a we'll have a shot to to win this um, win our side of the division to, to possibly sneak into that Big Ten championship game. Um, yeah, Nebraska, I, just, I, I hope the fans. Are very
2: beatable. Yeah, I hope the fans. Just, I hope the fans don't chase off PJ Fleck, and typical fickle Minnesota fans. Because there's,
1: there's nothing we can chase off right
2: now. I mean, he, he's not one oh, of
1: mouth saying. Uh, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl. You know what I mean? Oh, like, people, unlike, uh
2: people, the consensus around here hate him, because he talks too much. He's too flashy. He's too hip. Like he, he's too rah rah rah. Like when he when he got hired here, people were trying to compare him to Brewster. I'm like, you guys, are you guys no, that, nuts. That's the pro- Like yeah. he's a way better coach so than Brewster. Time.
1: Oh, absolutely. Here's the thing, though, is he, he's also not. Uh, he, like I said, he's not saying "rose bowl" and and get that chili hot, get that chili bad gum hot. Okay. Um, you know, he's uh, he's 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 doing his thing. He's, it's methodical. He's making it work. You know we've we've had that tro- we've had that trophy case damn near filled up at one point. You know we we've, we've had the jug and the axe for fuck's sake. Uh, we've had we've had the governor's bell. I mean we've had Floyd. We've had all four major. Tr- we didn't have them all at the same time. Damn near though, damn near. But we had all four trophies in the last four years, like like individually. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Like first of all, we haven't had the. I mean we have the we haven't had the axe. I mean granted we have not now, but we haven't had the axe and. uh I what was it like fifteen years? Like half my half my life, man. Yeah. You know, so I think so the last time we had right, right, I, had that the
2: axe was Reese Lloyd kicked like a game winning field goal. I think I think that like I think Tyrone Carter was like on the team back then, like it was like it was that, that long ago.
1: <laughs> oh I know. No, he he deserves he deserves credit is what he deserves. He does not deserve. You're you're right. Does not deserve to be chased. We've won our Piddly Bowl games when we make the Piddly Bowl game, which is great. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm cool with that. If we uh, if we one making a bowl game, two winning it. Like that's 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 kind of the goal. You know? Again, you, you play the games to win, and he's winning the games that he needs to. Uh, you know? Yeah. He plays the tough conference, too. You know, if, if we lose to Penn State, it wouldn't be some, uh, technically uh, surprising. If we lose at Iowa, wouldn't be surprising. If we lose to Wisconsin, it certainly won't be uh, surprising. But I'll tell you right now, we're beating the non-conference guys. We're beating Purdue. We have a good chance Favored to beat Illinois this week, we're gonna uh, and and we we should be favored to beat Nebraska too when they come to town. Uh, And and honestly, I think we've beaten since they've since they've joined the conference. I think Minnesota actually has Nebraska's number since they've joined the Big Ten.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: So, so, so you know what? Like, whatever. I I, I'm gonna ride with them. I'm gonna, you know, like shoutouts to PJ Fleck.
2: Yeah, I I just I like I said I just fear that he's not going to make the Rose Bowl this year and people are going to be like oh, he stinks. Let's get a new coach. It's like <laughs> really who are we going to get like that's better than him at this point. We like better hope he doesn't leave. Yeah, Ugh. you
1: know what that would be uh yeah, I I I uh I it'd be, it'd be definitely um God, I don't want to maybe Mildly surprising uh, if you if you left right away, but at the same time, if if a job opens up and looks appealing, I I wouldn't blame them for taking it either. So you know no. we're not you know you know we're not uh, we're not Central Florida. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
2: we're flyover you know, country. The,
1: the, you know the universe. Oh, I'm not going to say that being an avid Minnesota like especially from <laughs> Twin Cities. You know what I mean? Like we're we're a major metropolitan. No, we're not New York. We're not USC, but uh, you know what I mean? We're certainly not. Uh, we're not Tuscaloosa. We're not even Madison, okay? Madi- like Madison is a joke. Like if, if yeah, I, I get the campus life and everything, but like if you're trying to do things, like if you're trying to, I, like, I mean, if you want that small town college appeal, that's fine. Do it up, you know. Go to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You know, I, I don't <laughs> care. But like, uh, you know, like it I just. Just don't call me Flyover Country, because because we got we got a lot to offer here, all right. We got Fortune 500 companies and every major every major metropolitan night you want sports, uh, theater, music, all right. get the Mall of Flipping America, all right.
2: Hey I, man, I, I'm, I'm just saying everyone, everyone hey, thinks a, I hear People call us Flyover.
1: They can keep thinking that, you know. And I sleep good at night. My solid health care, great education, and in great parks, I can walk in. <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> take that for data. I don't even know where that's at, <laughs> but I've got to find a button to press.
2: So then we'll hit the Law and Order one just because I'm dropping the law. All right, Yeah,
1: Minnesota
2: is a great you place know? to live. Oh. God damn it!
1: You're, you're damn right. Oh, you refer to us as flyover country. Well. Mm. That's incorrect, all right? That's incorrect. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that being said, uh, fly over country or not, uh, <laughs> I had a whole show rundown and then suddenly got weird turned around. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. Do you want to, Let's jump into the Major League Baseball. Do you, do you want to talk playoffs first or do you want to talk uh, the extra stuff?
2: Let's talk the extra stuff first.
1: Let's let's talk the extra stuff. Um we'll we'll talk the easy one first. Uh the Cubs uh going to be parting ways with Joel Madden. Uh surprised after the underwhelming couple of years following the, the World Series win or or do you think it's probably just the right move right now?
2: I think I'm surprised. I I'm surprised that they um didn't really give him like at least a, at least one more year. I mean, he did get him a World Series Win after how many years? And he overall has a good track record. Like I think I think they should have gave him one more year, but I guess what have you done for me lately? That's what sports is nowadays. So
1: yeah, oddly enough, I mean, this has been this this year was his worst year with the Cubs. Uh, you know, still finished above 500. Um, but it's also the, the first year that they have not won at least ninety games. Um, but uh, but again, that is said, they're still you know within the five years that he's coached them, he's done a actually his best five, a, uh, best winning percentage among all the teams that he's been with uh, with a five eighty two. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little surprised to be honest, uh, but. But again, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a what have we done for you? What have you done for me lately, league? Um, in all the professional sports, and, and obviously you can't fall short when it comes to uh, it comes to baseball either. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised. Uh, do you think he's going to land somewhere, or do you think uh, he's going to take a year off, or, or what do you think is going to be the plan there?
2: I don't really, I don't know a ton about like what's going on with the coaching carousel in the MLB right now. I don't, I don't, I can't really tell you where I think, where I think he's going to end up, where I think he's going to land. Maybe he takes a year off, but like I said, I I don't know enough at this point to really make an educated guess on where I think he's going to go or if he's going to take a year off. I mean, what do you think? Yeah.
1: You know, I I, I don't know if he's going to.
2: I don't think there's going
1: to be a, a a flashy position opening up, but I'd be curious to see if maybe um, maybe Jeets in Miami doesn't take a flyer on them to say, oh, let's uh, let's 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 make a big move here and, and and start to cultivate the young talent that we're trying to work up. But um, but that I mean that aside, meh. playoffs though, and I know I am jacked about those. Uh, when does
2: uh, when does Detroit hire? When does Detroit fire Garden hire? Ooh,
1: that'd be a God, That'd be an interesting, uh good bit there too. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. What's I can't,
2: the God, What's the coach What's the coach situation like in and Chicago for the Chicago White Sox? Because they're a team that has a lot of young talent. they a they're, they're a team that has a lot of young talent. They just haven't been able to win with it yet.
1: Yeah. you know, maybe maybe he goes god, maybe he goes cross town. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe he goes maybe he goes cross town. I right, who knows? Um, but uh they I think they already announced that Gardenheir is gonna be back for Detroit, so I don't think that's going to going um and then um yeah, I, I you know I'm gonna to lean towards maybe maybe a year off for him. I'm gonna I'm gonna to lean towards it. Yeah.
2: Um, I can dig that. I can dig that.
1: Yeah, I yeah I know if I if I were if I were a, a championship winning coach, I know the job offers are going to be there. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take that. Um, let's see here, let's see here. You know, I, and speaking of actually retirements or changes here, uh, obviously Felix Fernandez, uh, Cy Young winning. Uh, pitcher for the seattle mariners uh king felix as they call him in the streets uh 15 years for the seattle mariners uh, officially pitched his last game there he says he's not retiring he wants, uh, he's hoping to get a, a team to take a flyer on him do you uh do you think there's going to be room uh for a uh, let's see he'll probably be in april he'll be 34 years old uh, when the season starts uh, last couple of years, uh, definitely diminishing returns as far as the stats go. Uh, what, do, what do you think, uh, what do you think the value is of, of a, a Felix Hernandez out there on the market?
2: I mean, I th- he's, I think he's going to get it. I mean, if Bar- Bartolo Colon can get looks and still be pitching, like being a, be a starting pitcher in the MLB for as long as he was like, I think Felix Felix Hernandez definitely will get get some looks, and he'll be able to continue to pitch. Obviously, he's not not as dominant or not as good as he used to be, but he's still he's still a good he's still a pretty good major league pitcher. I mean, he had a kind of a, he had a pretty crappy year this year, but I don't know like enough to say like if he was injured or what what happened, but he didn't have a great year this year. But I still think people will take a flyer on him just because he is still Felix Hernandez. He can probably he probably still has some stuff to offer to some teams, like as a fourth or fifth pitcher.
1: So the last the last two years, um, statistically, his worst years ERA wise since he's been in the league, um, going back the past three years. Um, his 4.36 that he threw up in 2017 um, not his worst but um, that'd be his fourth worst year as far as uh, E.R.A. goes um, overall, has been a, a majority healthy healthy pitcher. Um, started 28 games in 2018, only 15 last year, and 16 uh, in 2017. So there, there may have been some health issues, but at the same time, um, maybe if he gets uh, you know some extra rest uh, going into this year, and uh, maybe a team does take a fire on him, I think you're right. Having a good third, fourth pitcher with uh, that can maybe um, somebody brought it up to me at work, but you know if you get a Get a guy like uh, Felix, maybe uh, maybe tutoring uh, the likes of like a Barrios. You know, maybe we could uh, maybe we could use him here, um, which would be uh, pretty interesting given some of the moves that they made. Uh, Ie Nelson Cruz. You know, they take an age on a uh, take a, a flyer on an aging uh, aging batter. It certainly worked out well for him. So um, yeah, I, I I agree. I think there's definitely room for him. Um, I don't know if I, I don't think you're going to get Cy Young quality material, but I think you can definitely get better than uh, what he's been doing the last three years um, for at least one more season. So, um, yeah. either, either, other than that, though, uh, certainly going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, it's you know awesome stats uh, for his career as far as things goes, um, and 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 definitely will be uh, you know just just one to look back on and say, yeah, you could he could sling the ball.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy that he obviously, Seattle didn't really have much, hasn't had much going for him, like, for, for a very long time when it comes to, like, team success and stuff, but um, Hernandez was still really good and kind of still, like, a staple of those Seattle teams, and it's pretty crazy to see, like, the reception that he gets, you know, on the way out, because a lot of the times he was like one of the, one of the only things going for that Seattle team. I mean, I guess besides Robinson can, but, but like they've, they've been, they've had some pretty, uh, pretty crappy teams lately. And he's been one of the few bright spots for them for a long time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, you know, touching base and moving forward here at the playoffs. Here, the, uh, the the teams are all lined up. We got the wild card game between Washington and Milwaukee for a play-in. On the American League side, you got the you got the uh, the uh, Athletics and the Tampa Bay Rays, um, uh, and then uh, the matchups are going to be uh, the winner of the, the 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 Rays and A's plays Houston. Um, the winner on the other side plays the Dodgers. Uh, if I were just just to throw it out there right now, because I'm pretty sure that I, you know everyone believes Houston's a consensus favorite going into this. If I were, uh, if I give you Houston and I take the field, are you taking that bet, or uh, or do you think somebody else is going to win this World Series?
2: Man, I know I'm probably going to piss Ryan Cook off, but I think Houston's I think Houston's going to win again. I just the combination of pitching and offense that they bring is just—it's deadly. And I don't see any teams that I don't see any teams that have like that good of balance. You know, just kind of going off the top of my head, I don't see any teams that have that good of balance between their like pitching and their offensive prowess. prowess. So I don't know. I I could be wrong, but.
1: I, they they won uh, hundred and seven games, i mean, yeah, you know like that's that's, that's pretty damn stellar, uh you know the dodgers are only one game behind them um, you know but uh again it, it's i think i think again i- i still very similar to the east and west um sometimes i feel like Pitcher numbers are bloviated in uh, in 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 the National League when when you get to go against uh, you know a pitcher batting for two or three or even sometimes three at bats you know before you start situationally pitching because you're not going to pull the guy out uh, or hit him yeah. rather um, so I mean I I don't know I, I, I and that's not even to take away from them because they, they they pounded the hell out of that ball too so I mean the Dodgers have done a lot of great things I I still think in my I think it's, it's the American leagues to, to, to take, I think overall, if you look up and down those teams, I think they're much stronger. The, you know, the, the twins, Yankees, Houston, um, even the A's and Rays in comparison to Washington and Milwaukee. Um, the Braves are kind of an outlier. I think they'll beat St. Louis. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's just, is actually going to be making up to a, a fun playoff series. Um, the Twins and Yankees. I said uh, right away that I would rather the Twins play the Yankees than play Houston. Um, I said
2: that too. I don't
1: know if we necessarily, I don't know if we necessarily match up with even the Yankees pitching, but if if our bats are hitting, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, if it's going to be anything like the series that happened uh, earlier in uh, in July. Um, this 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 might be the best series in baseball. If it didn't go five games. I, I if, it, if it lives up to that hype, um, it, it, just awesome. I so I'm super excited to see how these games shape up. Um, I think what, you know there'll be some a couple interesting games that come out of these uh, these wild card ones. Um, I think the A's. And Rays both have some talent on there that'll make for some interesting moments against Houston, but uh I think they're gonna be coming up short regardless. Um I think the Dodgers should realistically just truck whoever comes out of that um Milwaukee and uh and Nationals, despite if Milwaukee's on a crazy run right now to get in there even. Um, yeah. but it'll it'll be it'll be really interesting. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask this as two questions, um, one who do you who do you want to win or who do you want to see in the championship, and who who do you think is going to win? Those are two different two different questions there. So so let's let's hear what you got.
2: So of course I want the Twins to win, like crazy. It's not even a question. But I I think Houston's gonna win. I just I think Houston's too balanced of a team to be beat, honestly. So I want the Twins to win, but I think Houston's going to win.
1: Nice. Yeah, same. Uh, Who do you got them playing in the National League? Is it just going to be the Dodgers at this point? Do we both agree that the Dodgers are going to be at least that representative? Yeah. Yep. So – so the sports fan in me, the sports fan in me wants to see Yankees, Dodgers. Like I said, I wanted to see it last year. I wanted to see Kershaw versus Judge. I want to see Kershaw versus Giancarlo Stanton. Now I want to see like uh, I want to see you know Ed, Edwin Encarnacion. Like I want to see the stupidity of the pitching matchups that could occur there, um, you know, against the the bats. Um, uh, but 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 again, I do want I want the Twins. To, to excel It would be great uh, If magically we, we did exactly what we did You know um, Well damn near 30 years ago at this point I mean
2: um, yeah, You
1: know so So yeah I, It's going to be interesting I, I think it is going to be I think it is going to be I think I think Houston is going to be there Against the Dodgers And I think, I think that is a coin flip I think the Dodgers um, if they win it, it's going to be because they are so pissed off. They are so tired of coming into second place or being short or being. Um, you know, I, I think they're going to be going in with the chips. So if they play each other, I'm going to take the Dodgers to win it. Um, but uh, if
2: is Ryan going to call him now? Is
1: not. If, uh, I have nothing. I have nothing peeked in yet. I have not. He has not. He's keeping it quiet. Phone silence. Uh, but. Uh, but he, uh, but yeah, if if they go in, I think the Dodgers do actually do actually do it. I think uh, I think Houston is gonna gonna get there though. Um, yeah, it'll be a good series. I honestly, uh, baseball has been pretty interesting again. Um, especially given the ridiculous number of home runs, you know, both the Twins and the Yankees both with 300 dingers a season. Um, so, you know, this, this first round has the propensity to just be a light show as far as that goes. Um, the Tampa Bay and A's game has the chance to be a ridiculous pitchers duel given the, the, the defense and, uh, and, and guys on their roster for that, for that one and in, and one and done. Um, yeah, it should, it should be a fun playoff. I'm super excited. So, shout outs to that. Uh, you know, we got uh, 18 minutes left. How about we run some real MVPs? I, I think you probably got one for me, and then maybe we'll try and do some spit takes and, and sneak in maybe that uh, that Kyle Kuzma NBA talk before the season starts here, too. So, I'm going to play that, uh, that real MVP uh, sounder, and then we'll get right into it. To all the moms out there, uh, you know I definitely have a good real MVP. I, I think you, you were going to touch on maybe some football stats, so let's see what let's hear what you got, buddy.
2: My real MVP is uh, Nick Chubb for scoring 44 points for my fantasy team, getting me back up to 500 on my road to (laughs) repeating in this league. So that's my real MVP.
1: Thank you, Nick Chubb. uh, (laughs) Thank you, Nick Chubb. We talked definitely a lot about that uh, that Cleveland game. And, yeah, he put up some gaudy stats against the Baltimore Ravens, who, who by and large have not given up a lot. Uh, in any sort of yardage this year. Um, yeah, you are absolutely right. Um, so uh, my uh, my real MVP is going to go to uh, two people, actually. Uh, Antonio McGregor. and A.J. McKee. No, not Conor McGregor. <laughs> Antonio and A.J. <laughs> McKee, man. Uh, both of them fought on the Bellator 228 card. Uh, you would think they were siblings, the last names. Uh, however, uh, Antonio is 49 years old, and, and AJ is 24, who happens to be his son. Uh, Antonio what? Uh, won yesterday with, yeah, right. Antonio won yesterday on a nice TKO um, in his matchup. And AJ got a, a knockout, both on the same card of Bellator 228. So, family business is apparently just knocking MFers out uh, in every which way you can. And so, shout outs to AJ and Antonio McKee for being my real MVP this week, because if I didn't give it to them, I'm afraid one would put me in an arm bar, and the other the one would mercilessly uh, you know, punch me in the face.
2: Oh, man. Shout out to good real MVP.
1: Yeah, no, that, I thought that was really cool. You know, kind of up there with the, uh, you know, the Griffies and the, um, you know, you know those, those special moments in, in in sports where, you know, and in, who knows maybe we'll see it come up soon with with uh, with Bronny and LeBron. So, um, you know, it, it's definitely something that uh, I think is special. So shout out to the McKees, man. I got the McKeys, keys, keys. Um, <laughs> so. So speaking of fights, I'm, I'm, I told you I had some kind of some spit takes, um, and like I said, they're not they're not full on classic uh, spit takes. And the fact that uh, you know they're the funniest things on the planet, but uh, I think these are these are worth playing a little uh, a little little something for. So I'm gonna do the little spit take opening. Here. I was wondering where they're gonna get
2: another tuba player for the band. <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, are you familiar with uh, – do you remember, the, like, the video of, the like, the little short guy in the, in the line at the bagel place uh, going ham on some chick who might have gave him the side eye? Uh, and then, like, he got trucked in the middle of the bagel place because he was talking too much stuff. Did you see that video earlier this year? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm going to have to send that to you. Either way, it went viral, and suddenly he became a personality on the Internet who's just known to uh, – to uh, just kind of wild out in random places. Um, apparently, celebrity boxing was going to occur, and there was going to be a fight with uh, Lenny Dykstra of all people, former MLB player. Uh, Lenny Dykstra unfortunately pulled out because he had some pending litigation that is not related to uh, the fight, uh, and that he's currently dealing with. And Lenny Dykstra obviously dealing with actually a lot of litigation if you've been following his career over the past. Well, one. Screech, <laughs> Dustin Screech Diamond, uh, stepped into to the plate to take uh, take on <laughs> the, the viral uh, superstar. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it sounds like the bagel guy pulled out of his fight, and, and essentially the quote is, ha, I fooled you all in a very much these nuts got him moment. Uh, he did not want to fight Screech. Screech, who uh, I believe uh, did fight Horseshat, from Welcome Back, Cotter. In uh, when Fox did celebrity boxing, uh, does have a didn't, winning record uh, when, when you factor that didn't in?
2: He so, uh, didn't up. he kill like, Horshack? Didn't he beat did, the hell out of Horshack? He
1: he did knock him down a couple times. I don't know if I'll beat the hell out of him. It was you know, it, it's not like uh, you know uh, Tyson versus Trevor Burbeck by any means, but. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh it happened. That that's that's what I'll say. It it happened. Oh
0: my god. That's <laughs> so, that's shout, hilarious. Out,
1: shout out to the bagel guy and Dustin Diamond. We'll play that one there. We'll close that little button. Um, let's see. Uh obviously I'm sure you saw the clips uh, you know, all week long as far as it goes, but uh I'm sure I'm sure last week after the the, the um the Packer and uh, Eagles game, you recall uh, Nelson Aguilar dropping passes, and there was the silly man doing interviews everywhere who was saying things like, we was catching them, unlike Aguilar, and, uh, and then obviously the footage came out, and the dude was legitimately catching kids out of, uh, <laughs> out of buildings, uh, and then he did a second interview where he was like, I just didn't want to fumble uh i, I wish I should have pulled the sound clip from the guy yeah i this, this thing was amazing like he, he legit was on the news talking about you know, I had one thing on my mind just you know we, we had to catch him. we couldn't be like Aguilar and like he he dropped it right there on, on the interview. I'm like, whoa, Philly fans don't play and we know that I know and hold on, I think we got a we got a special guest calling in uh <laughs> what you got for me? a big daddy.
0: Uh, Jordan, if you're gonna if you're gonna drop the knowledge, can you do it correctly, please? Uh, scroll down to S C R Jordan. Scroll down to S C R Jordan. Play me. Yep. And just hit play, please. Oh dang it! All right, you I gotta, know, I I gotta do it, everything uh, around I here. Like, what the hell? All right, let's see what we got. It. Hold on a second. Um, at that point, that's why yeah. I started hearing the, the fire trucks coming down the street. They was like in the far off distance or wherever, like that. Smoke started getting worse. Then I seen a guy hanging out the window. You know, screaming that his kids was in
2: there and things like that. So I, I ran to the back door, see if it was open, and it was. I ran upstairs, and then I was greeted with smoke. I ran back downstairs. By that time, the ladder truck was pulling up, and ironically, then my one of my, ex, my old coworkers, took the ladder off the off the truck, raised it up, and was some people were down. My man just
0: started throwing babies out the window. So we was catching them, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. Dang
1: Ryan Ryan, What's the clutch? Didn't even know it I saw it on the button bar I didn't play it immediately And I I had a feeling (laughs) it was just coming clutch And you make the call And you sir You sir I'm officially Like you're my 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 asterisk Real MVP now Uh, Between this man catching babies Alright And And uh, and, You know what I mean Like (laughs) Unlike Aguilar
0: so and shout out to Aguilar. Better though, he uh, he flew oh, yeah. the dude Actually, and his and his family out and gave him like sweet tickets and so kudos to Nelson Aguilar right. for that. He thought it was hilarious. Absolutely, well played yeah, by he, him. Yeah,
1: uh, he shouted him out on Twitter, shouted him out yeah. on Twitter. Hey. and he said, uh, you know what, you're, you're a real hero out here, man. I want to. He said, I want to take care of you and your family. So so yes, shout out to Aguilar. Shout outs to that filling man, and in fact I want to say his name on here. Hakeem Laws is his name. So shout outs to Hakeem Laws for, for really handling business, being a good Samaritan. Uh and then also just, just giving a great interview afterwards, man. Uh and in fact, uh, you know, it's, you know, I the way some of our players are dropping balls, I don't know,
0: maybe maybe we get him on here. I I don't know. Um, so shout outs to that. hey Ryan because he... I had you he said, too, he goes, hey, if y'all need an extra receiver on Sunday, you know where to find me.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's so killer. I love it. That's uh, <laughs> so good. Thank you, Ryan, for, for throwing that on the button bar. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to play another spit-take sound here. Hold on. Hit that button. Um, <laughs> because that I, that's just it's so ridiculous. Um, you know, uh, obviously, remember the World Cup team, the, the women, when they won 13, nothing over Thailand. We thought that was pretty gross, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, in Brazil, uh, Flamengo's women's team destroyed Gramino by an unthinkable score. Uh, if you were playing soccer, what would you, what would, at what point would you consider, like, like, legitimately start throwing elbows and kicking people or just walking off the field? What, what score would you consider?
0: Oh, I was leaving for Elijah. I'm sorry. Anybody? No, yeah, either sorry, one you, either one of you. R- one of you. R- uh, give me, R- give R- me R- a twenty-six to nothing. For what? Soccer? To nothing?
1: No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, twenty-six to nothing is not it. This, this team drummed them by fifty-six to nothing
0: in the real <laughs> state. <Stankings.
1: laughs> I was bet the soccer no. were going wild. Oh, oh my god, dude, like. That's a goal less than every two minutes, according to this. I mean, fifty-six to nothing, dude. Like, I'm sorry. As soon as you hit twenty, I'm getting the the most egregious red card on the planet. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna give somebody like I, I, I mean, like I'm gonna give like uh. You remember when Antonio Brown like uh did that jumping chest kick?
0: What do you mean when he kicked the Browns punter in the face? When he yeah, gave the Liu kang? Him yeah. In, he actually kicked him in the yeah, face. Yeah, when
1: he did the Liu kang. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do oh. go, like I'm gonna do that, I'm, and then I'm gonna drop down and then put put them in a a Crippler crossface while giving a Luis Suarez <laughs> bite to the neck, like like I I am definitely getting kicked out of that game because there's no way you were scoring fifty six points on me on that on that field on that pitch, <laughs> all right that is ridiculous, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that is demoralizing. Oh I don't care who you are. Like you can't even do that on <laughs> like FIFA correctly because of running time. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, so fifty-six, nothing. Shout out, shout out to those ladies. Um, let's see, uh, you know, uh, speaking of taking L's, uh, they got a fifty percent chance for this to follow through. But there was a couple that got married at the halftime of the Patriots Bills game today. Uh, J- uh, Jim Kelly walked the bride down uh, and gave the bride away for the half uh, for the halftime. Uh, for the halftime gimmick uh and actually his uh his apparently he proposed in 2017 before bills games against the saints he threw her a football during the tailgate with a message written on it that said you intercepted my heart let's tackle the world together will you marry me uh will will the couple uh will this couple make it or will they be divorced in less than three years
2: Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll, I, think, I think they'll make it I'm a hopeless romantic I think they'll make it
1: <laughs> oh, I, I need to time stamp this So we can have Elijah saying I'm a hopeless romantic on the button bar um,
0: oh. <laughs> You know who couldn't have done that proposal Was uh, Mitch Leitner Because he could even throw a ball to a fan At a banquet. he hit a light Oh
2: No Shout out to working at, uh, shout out to to working at Grubhub
0: Because he had tossed it off the <laughs> asphalt
1: <laughs>
2: Did you know, hey Jordan, did you know that Mitch Leidner worked with Kyle at Grubhub?
1: I did not know that. That's, that That alone, like, <laughs> um, uh, and, and not, and in and, and sad spit news, I, I definitely am saving the uh, the best for last, um, and this, uh, this will definitely be getting added to the button bar, um, shortly as far as things go, but, uh. Sad news, uh, Rob Garrison, uh, dead at 59. Uh, if you don't know the name Rob Garrison, it's probably not uh, one you probably know off the top of your head. But uh, <laughs> Rob uh, played a very special bit part in um, in The Karate Kid, uh, the original one, the good one. And uh, at the All Valley uh, Karate Championship, uh, he uttered <laughs> he uttered the ever classic line, uh, "Get him a body bag." and, uh, that guy, uh, yeah. So that, he, unfortunately he, he did pass away. And, uh, but, uh, obviously it's a line that, uh, we use fairly frequently, uh, <laughs> as far as things go. And, um, and obviously, uh, thoughts and prayers to the family. And I, I certainly th- thank him for his contribution to film uh, and sports media. And with that, I give him the the, the elongated
0: uh,
1: uh, spit take uh, outro.
0: I just got soaked. <laughs> I think he, I think he peed on himself. I think he peed on himself. <laughs> But <laughs> real, real quick, only thing I got for you guys, uh, fantastic show as always. Uh, Joe Madden, I, I don't think he's. I think he's going to take a while off. Maybe he'll go replace Bud Blatt, Bud, Bud, what's the name, Bud Black, in, in the Giants. I think that'd be a perfect fit for him. Um, Rick Hahn says that Rick Renteria isn't going anywhere as the White Sox coach, so that won't go cross town. So don't have to worry about that at least. Um, when when you want to see Jordan, uh, Alabama play uh, special teams, you can't say teams like UCF and UConn in the same sentence. Uh, UCF has more wins in one in the last season than UConn has had in the last six combined. So that's a complete uh, apples to oranges. Um, uh, Kyle's real MVP is actually, hold on, hold on. I'm not done ranting. You can rant when I'm done. Thank you. Um, uh, Kyle's oh. real MVP is actually Nick Chubb because you drafted him uh, for Kyle, not for you, Elijah. So that's no. But
2: I'm talking to my other fantasy league. So okay.
0: Then real... I stand corrected. You said three Pete and you were back to back and it drives no, I, me nuts. No, so I said, I said, I, said I back assume to, that's I said, mine.
2: I said back to back in the other league because I won the other league last year
0: too. Okay. Yeah. I thought you, I was like, man, I'm coming hard. I'm four and oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping the three Pete <laughs> call. Damn it. So I got a little butthurt, hurt and I apologize. Uh, as for, as for the guy, Kyle Kuzma, he he's going to be back before training camp even ends. So there's no worry about that. Um, Lakers will be fine and world series. We want damn it. I would love a Dodgers Astros rematch because it was such a fantastic series. As you said, Dodgers Yankees would be fantastic, but nobody and everybody is sleeping on. We should, we want a Braves twins world series again. That would be fantastic in a rematch of 91. Ooh. So I got
2: y'all have a good day.
0: 30. Love peace. And oh. the chicken grease. Wait, wait, I want your real M V P also.
1: Oh, he he dropped he, himself? yeah he, uh, he he just mic he, dropped like that?
2: He dropped he dropped Man. the mic.
1: Oh, he did drop the mic. That makes me sad. I, I wanted his real M V P for the day too since he was over there dropping everything. Uh, yes, he is right I, mean, I think it it he's ended up, they're going to be back in mid-October As far as Kuzma goes So that's why I kind of uh, pushed this one back as Regarding uh, most of our conversation um, Otherwise, awesome, awesome uh, show this week uh, Anything you're looking forward to In the upcoming week in sports? Uh,
2: looking forward to Watching uh, Errol Spence And um, Sean Porter, looking forward to seeing that that card. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I'm going to probably watch it sometime this week. Um, I guess I unfortunately always look forward to Sundays watching football, but they're not really giving me much to be happy about lately. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I got nothing right now. <laughs> um, I'm still kind of disappointed. That's
1: all right. That's all right. I I agree with you. I definitely want to check out that card. I did not uh, order it last night. But uh, also announced was the the date for the Ortiz-Wilder matchup, which will be uh, a little late November. And then, um, obviously, baseball playoffs. So everybody get ready to enjoy uh, pretty much the coolest time of the year when uh, everything kind of boils up to a head. We got full full football. We got uh, great uh, baseball playoffs we got the NBA starting up, and as well as that NHL, which I'm sure Ryan's going to have something to, to, to give us a nugget for in the coming weeks. So, uh, that being said, I and Jordan we had Eliza and our good friend Ryan, our host of uh, WrestleCast Radio, along with Alex Bello. Make sure you check out their content. Uh, AEW starts up next month. The Dynamite. I don't know why i got to say it like JJ Walker, but this has been SportsCast Radio. Thank you, and good night.